The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show, Hope. Uh, it's a Thursday morning here, downtown Corinth, so a little overcast, a little, may rain a little bit. I'm not for sure. It feels pretty good outside, but we welcome you into the Super Talk radio station here. I'm Tommy Wilson. Uh, director of Living Free Ministries. I'm here with my good friend Wesley Jackson, who is the director of the Freedom Center. Our guy Bobby Cabs is out today. Um, th- he's his daughter may be having a baby. Well, we're hoping he's he's grandpaing again. Yeah, yeah. That way he's he's got a pretty good uh, uh, a lot of experience in that now. That's it. He's got a, a, a full. So I'm so. I'm needing a little more experience out <laughs> Olivia, Preston, Bron. Somebody no, no listen pressure. to me. No, no pressure. pressure. I you know. I've, I've been on the FaceTime with Bo Riley and got him a biscuit this morning and stuff. So, hey, I could get a couple more biscuits for grandkids. Well, Wesley, man, we just come off of a great week. Uh, the Freedom Center's uh, annual golf tournament uh, sponsored by Brian Langley, Langley Wealth Management there with Donna and Zeb Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of give us a review in the golf tournament. Yeah, um, we had a great turnout. I think we had uh, 17 teams show up that morning. You know, it rained a little bit Friday before it. So, the course really, uh, the runoff of the water went away quick. So, we were able to have a good turnout and a good tournament. But, uh our winners were Jordan Quinn with Greenbridge Insurance, and, uh, and then Cornerstone Christian Church came in second in the top flight. Both of them, one shot 11 under and one shot 10. Then we had Chad's Pro Alignment for first yeah. place in the yeah. second Chad flight. Chad Pearman's son and that group. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Dr. Ship and his group, Ship Wooten Eye Clinic. They, the old uh, guys come in right yeah, there, Dr. Ship and his group. They, yeah. they middled it just right and fell into uh, second yeah. place in the second flight. So. Thank you. You yeah. know, we're, we're thankful, Tommy. It was a great turnout. As you said, Donna and Brian sponsored our golf tournament. This is three years running now where they were our lead sponsor. And, you know, also Gatlin's and uh, Grace Chapel have been co-sponsors for the last couple of yeah. years. So we, we couldn't do it without our big sponsors. And I'm just really blessed by that. But also looking forward to see what next year holds. I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh, we want to know, expand it and do something a little bigger. We're going to continue to do it. Shallow Ridge looked like it was a. Yeah. I'm not a golfer, uh, but it was a, a beautiful course and a, a beautiful day for it. Well, that was it. Alan M had the greens in tip-top shape and the course. This is our first year doing it over at Shallow Ridge, so uh, yeah. I assume we'll be back there next year and try to maybe grow this thing into hopefully a uh, two-shotgun start deal. Maybe yeah. we'll do it on Friday and Saturday next year. Really don't know what the future holds yeah. as far as that goes, but we're looking to grow it next year, so yeah. I'm looking forward so to that. So, big shout out to Langley Wealth Management, Gatlin's Pharmacy, and uh, uh, Grace Chapel, church yeah. that does church a little different. Well, yeah, but no, also, no. a shout out to Alan Dodd to kind of made everything smooth for mm-hmm. us that morning, and just a first class group there, so I want just a big shout out to Alan. Well, also, Tommy, you know, I, I want to give a good shout out to our board. Our board came on early in the year in preparation and getting prepared for this thing, and, and we got ahead of it, really. So it really – I mean, it made everything pretty easy and yeah. seamless. You know, Donna, Orma, Dr. Ship, Dr. Pratt, Kelly Edge was just a, a blessing to work with through this whole event, and that, that's why I guess I'm looking forward to it next year. When you got a board that supports you like we do and uh, helps keep you in line, it, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah. And, you know, if anybody knows us, we need kept in line. Yeah. Well, Bobby's not here today. That's so, it. It. But listen, uh, one more big event coming up that's going to be in June. Uh, the Rooster Run, we'll be getting you more information about that uh, down there in the bottom. Uh, uh, they, it's uh, 
political rally. It's the third biggest political rally there in the state. Mm-hmm. may be the wildest one of all but hey it it's there in the bottom and hey it's a good day good time and we'll be getting a lot of information yeah. on that wesley we got a friend with us today that yeah. um, i'm i'm excited and uh, i want to welcome the sheriff of alcorn county ben caldwell to a show sheriff you've been with us before me and you talk a lot i consider you a friend so uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Tommy. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, I was looking for Bobby this morning. I thought maybe needed, he was maybe a, he was trying to avoid me. Yeah. Or, you know, needed a needed an educated guy, and you got me and Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm appreciate you guys having me. It's exciting to be here. Well, uh, always good to have you, and we want to talk about some things that goes on in our county, and some things that you're you know you have to deal with every day, and. You know, Sheriff, in your position, you deal with people every day. Every day. It's, uh, you know, the days of saddling up your horse and, and riding the riding the county fighting crime is for a sheriff is, is just is gone. Uh, we've got, um, you know, we're the smallest county in the state of Mississippi by landmass. But, you know, we're kind of up in the upper half as far as population goes. So we've got a large county. Uh, we've got, you know, with our sheriff's office uh, – the Alcorn County Jail, the regional correction facility, the um, juvenile detention center. We have, you know, I, we employ probably more almost than any other county entity. Oh, I got like 80 employees. And so it's uh, dealing with, with employees, dealing with yeah. the, the public. That's That keeps a lot, keeps yeah. us busy a lot as a, as a sheriff. Well, and also sheriff. Now you may not have this title now, but you're 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 one of the youngest sheriffs in the state too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, as far as how that goes with history, I know. Uh, I think Jimmy Taylor, when he was elected, he was a year younger than me. Uh, yeah. But as far as right now in the state, one of the youngest. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm not throwing you under the bus, Sheriff Taylor in Prince County or nothing. But I got a young guy here today. <laughs> we, we had Sheriff Taylor on the radio. I mean, here a couple of weeks ago, yeah, and stuff. So uh, we're excited. We're going to be getting into some questions with uh, with Ben about the vaping in school, the school, uh, what's going on in schools, uh, what's going on in our community, and I want to ask him too. What's the biggest issue in our county? So we're going to be asking him about that. We're going to be asking him about how to get, you know, a career in law enforcement. Maybe you want to ask the sheriff a question. Uh, I'm going to give you a text line, 662-603-9829. That is 662-603-9829. That is a text line only. You can text and ask the sheriff a question, comment, uh, anything on this show. We'll try to ask him right here. Yeah, uh, we want to uh, also, uh, if you got friends that lives away and you want to hear uh, this show, they can listen anywhere in the world. Supertalk.fm Corinth. That's Supertalk.fm Corinth. When I'm out of town, I always listen to it on there. And uh, we're just thankful we get to do it. We get to do it because of our sponsors. We have some great sponsors in this show. Uh, Wesley, my, my wife, Wilco Real Estate Group, for all your real estate needs. Uh, reach out to Maria or my daughter Olivia uh, or any of her group. Uh, they've got four or five agents there uh, they, that could help you. And their Wilco Real Estate Group, uh, they will uh, do any work for you. They, I promise you, my wife will outwork anybody on it. Uh, the other other sponsors, I know Nick Bain. Nick's running for office, uh, re-election. Uh, uh, as a representative here, Nick's been a sponsor, a friend. And then, of course, our ministries, uh, Living Free and the Freedom Center. Yeah, uh, Tommy, the Freedom Center, you know, we did have the golf course in, or the golf tournament. It benefits the Freedom Center. But, guys, if you know anyone right now that's needing help as far as what we do provide there at the Freedom Center, which is Christ-centered recovery for uh, men, they stay 12 weeks with us, we uh, we need guys. Yeah, we, we, we've got beds. We've got we beds would love right now. To, we would love to take five men in starting Monday. Yeah, yeah as soon as possible. Yeah, it, yeah. That that all starts at CorinthFreedomCenter.com. So, you know, if you want to steer anyone that way, we'd appreciate that. But uh, our other sponsors, Tommy, uh, Living Free Ministries, Gatlin's Pharmacy, Crosswind Ministries, Daniel Author and the local subways, yeah. um, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet. We, we got some great sponsors. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen. The mattress store's got sales going on today, man. Don't. Hey, we can save you a bunch of money. Just remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Listen, we're going to take a break. We're coming back with the sheriff of Alcorn County, Sheriff Ben Caldwell.
It's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet right here in Corn, Mississippi. Tax season's come and gone. Whether you paid in or cashed out, I'm the man that can save you money on a mattress. $99 twins, $129 fools, $149 queens. We also have party jumpers and water slides for the summer, ready for your parties. Remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back. Uh, we're into our second segment here. Uh, we're excited about today's show. We're always excited about the show. We get the chance and opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm Tommy Wilson here, the director of Living Free Ministries. I'm with my good friend Wesley Jackson, who's the director of the Freedom Center. And today we've got the sheriff. Uh, of Alcorn County, Ben Caldwell. Again, welcome to the show, Sheriff. Thank you, Tommy. But we wanted to talk to you today about some things that's within the county, and you said right off the bat your job's more of administration now and overseeing it, and uh, it's a big job. I mean, you said you got 80 employees. How many prisoners is out there on the... We've got, you know, 300 state inmates. We've got um, uh, in the county jail, We you know, we house for Alcorn County, um, Corinth Police Department, Farmington Police Department. You know, we house help house for Tishomingo County, Prentice County. Uh, you know, we average about 100 to 115, yeah. 125 inmates in that county jail. Yeah. So, I mean, not only the 80 employees, but you, you've got 425 right. uh, choir guys out there. That's, uh, we're, re- we're responsible for their safety and security, and we take that yeah. serious. And, and I'll tell you what, um, out of those 80 employees, we've got some great employees. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you that men and women that want to serve their community uh, and, and do an excellent job yeah. at it. I mean, I'm just proud of them. Well, it's certainly a calling, and it's it's, uh, it's a, a big job here in your county and stuff. But, Sheriff, uh, not only administration, but you you get phone calls all day. Yes. I mean, every day, just so-and-so, my neighbor, my neighbor ain't acting right or whatever. But uh, – I start off within the school systems. Uh, I mean, because, you know, within the school systems, I mean, now they're starting at an early age and 
one of the biggest struggles within the schools, I guess, is the vaping that takes place. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot more of that now. You know, uh, fortunately, right at four years ago this month, April, uh, we started our school resource officer program. Uh, Mr. Mitchell at the time was a superintendent. Um, and our board of supervisors, they got together with the school board and helped helped us create that school resource officer program. And it's been one of the best things that's happened in Alcorn and, County. And you've got one in each three county schools. That's right. I've got a, a deputy assigned to Kaisuth, Alcorn Central, and one to Biggersville. Let's, let's name them. I know. You got uh, Kaisuth, you got Deputy Adam Wrencher. Yeah. At uh, Central, we got Deputy Daryl Bullard. Yeah. And in Biggersville, we have Deputy uh, Fred Gooch. Yeah. So these guys has been around law enforcement oh, yes. a long time yeah. and, and stuff. So and they're at the school. They're at the school. Uh, you know, in order to be a school resource officer, you have to have at least three years' experience in law enforcement. So all of these guys have much more than that. But they, you know, it's it's not. There's a higher requirement to do that than it is to just be a regular deputy or a regular police officer. And uh, these guys are certified officers. They are they are Alcorn County deputies. That's just their assignment to the school. Well, within the school system, and again, I, I want to give a big shout out to our superintendent of education, yeah. Brandon Quinn. I told you a few minutes ago, I thought we've got the right guy leading us, and that's Brandon Quinn. And uh, so it, within the school system, oh, I mean, I know me and Wesley's got a young guy that, that's with us every Wednesday. He's 13. He come out of one of the local schools and had been in a little trouble. So even – Starting at 12, 13 years old, y'all start sending these kids kind of drift oh, yeah. into trouble, and it may start with vaping. Yeah, you know, a lot of times we see it start with vaping. We're seeing a lot of vaping in all of our schools, uh, in middle school, you know, when it starts, it starts fifth, sixth grade. And it's, um, I don't know if the, if the parents think it's a safer alternative, it's, it's okay, it's just a vape. Uh, but, you know, these vapes have nicotine in them. Uh, they're getting these kids addicted to it. You know, when I, when I was in school, you you always knew who who might yeah. have a can of skull in their pocket or a pack of cigarettes in their car, yeah. Um, and you know those are dangerous things too. But these vapes, um, that there's so much stuff that can be put into those, and it's not you know you go buy the vape cartridge at the gas station, you know most of the time that's just nicotine. But these kids are are doing the the liquid, and, oh, yeah. and we're seeing a flavor lot of flavor. Uh, they're so easy to hide. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're seeing a lot now where there's THC showing up in these vapes. Yeah. These kids are overdosing on THC. Um, they're they're overdosed. They're, they're putting fentanyl in these vapes. And, and oh, so, man. Um, you know, and we, a guy, we carried a guy to a rehab program a couple of years ago, Sheriff. He said, man, I can go buy $10 worth of fentanyl and kill all three of us today. Yeah, it's, it's, you it's know? just and, cheaper. And now you're starting to see more and more of it. And yesterday, we was able to carry a young man, my nephew, to a program down in Kill Michael, Mississippi. And when he got there, uh, they, they allowed him to hide the cigarettes, but he couldn't keep the vape. That's because right. of that reason, yeah. the vape, they, they could sneak anything in on it. I mean, they, they, they didn't trust it and stuff. So it's a major, major struggle. Well, that's it, Tommy. We had the lady come share with our guys at the Freedom Center the other day uh, from the coalition of tobacco, uh, tobacco e-cigs or whatever, and, and she was talking about how these companies have marketed this stuff not only at kids but to be camouflaged. Right. You know, they're, they're disguising them as pencils, uh, other things that you would use at school. You know, we see a lot that look like thumb drives. Yeah, that's, you know, I they, mean, I was so shocked by that, thinking, that, you know, they're not only are they getting them to kids, but they're yeah. directing them at kids. And so parents, be aware. Look and see what your kids have got. Go through their stuff. I would have never thought of that to look at, at my kids' yeah. pencils. Well, <laughs> and so, it, it is, and it's a crime to possess that at underage. And so these yeah. kids, uh, not age, only is it is dangerous. It 18 or? No, it's you, 21. You have 21. to be 21 to, to buy any nicotine products. So, um, and so somebody's going in a store somewhere. Buying somebody's getting it. And, you know, when we hear that there are parents buying it for their kids because they think it's safer. And it's just not. No, it's not. And, but these kids at school can go to the juvenile detention center. They can be charged with possession of that and, and be taken to the juvenile detention center. And that's something that we're looking at is what is their next step? You know, I know the school has some punishment issues that they deal with, you know, where they're putting them in, in school suspension. They may be putting them out of school suspension. But, you know, we're looking at possibly, you know, if we catch it, taking them to the juvenile detention centers. Let them know that it's just – it's something they can't do. It's just too yeah. dangerous because you don't know what's in it. Well, within the school system, Sheriff, and we're just talking about the school system for a minute. Again, I'm a believer in our school system. I support all three local high schools in our counties 
and I, I'm, I'm thankful for Brandon Quinn and them. But what's some other struggles you see that's within our school system? Well, you know the kids. You see, it's you know the, the bullying is there. Uh, the the bullying's there. You know, we see all over the country where we have the the school shootings, uh, yeah. the the threats of violence in our schools, and we're seeing that. You know, there we have, fortunately we have not had a situation inside our schools. Uh, we've seen over the last couple of years where there's been some threats made. Uh, there's been some um, allegations of threats being made, and we're seeing it appears right now that some of these these things are taking place. These kids are realizing, hey, if I tell them that little Johnny said he was going to shoot the school, then they're going to go and they're going to shut the, you know, their, their parents are not going to make them go to school anymore. They, it's a day off of school for them. So they can say, hey, little Johnny told so-and-so that he was going to bring a gun to school and, and shoot it up. Um, little Johnny may think, hey, if I just tell him I'm going to bring a gun to school, I can get out of school for a day. I can, I can cause a little trouble. Uh, these and that's another crime. It's it's a, making a terroristic threat. It's a felony crime, and these kids can be charged with that crime, and and they will be if we can prove that they actually made a threat. So uh, in in situations where if you you know we hope never have to deal with this, but if there is a threat at the school, you have plans in place. Yes, we have a, a, a procedure as soon as we are made aware of a threat, and that's another thing I want to say is don't just go put it on Facebook. If yeah. you hear of a threat being made, contact your local law enforcement. Contact the school district. Uh, don't post a Snapchat video of, hey, I heard there's going to be a shooting at the school tomorrow. Don't post it on Facebook. Hey, my son said this other kid made a threat. We have to know about it. As soon as we know about it, we, we have a, a, a process. We immediately start an investigation. We work. Mr. Quinn and I, we contact are in contact with each other regularly. We work together with all of the, the principals, and we go out and do those investigations. Uh, we make sure that those kids are not a danger. Well, I mean, I I wasn't even thinking about that situation, about where you've got 400 and something inmates out there, but you've got thousands of kids on campus oh, yeah. in this county each day. Yep. That in reality, it, the sheriff of this county is responsible for their safety and yeah. stuff. In Thank, a lot of ways. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, wow, a little well, pressure. I mean, we no, I, it is, you. it is, and um, you know, it's we have a thirty-seven thousand people in this county, and so we're we're responsible for their safety and security, yeah. and we take it serious. And that's what I want people to understand too: is is I have kids in our county schools. Um, yeah. I have deputies. Every school in this county, there's a kid in there that's that parent works at the sheriff's office. You know yeah. uh, that's that we're 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 involved. We're not. Well, we don't you, want anybody. Obviously, we can't control everything, uh, but we we do everything in our power to make sure that our kids, our teachers, uh, can. Well, can, you graduated from Costco yes, High School. I did. I mean, your kids is at Costco High School. That's right. So you're. Uh, I mean, as far as our county schools, I mean, oh, we're I, we're invested in it. You're and, invested, and it's in it's important stuff. to us. Well, I mean, again, uh, if if you see trouble. Or I have trouble there. I, I would suggest contacting. Immediately contact us. Immediately. Don't yes. wait. No, don't wait. Like I said, don't post it on social media. Uh, call us because uh, that's the, the earlier we know about Once a threat. Once it gets on social media, it's like wildfire. Oh, it is. And it, and it's and I can understand it. You know, yeah. I, if I thought my kid was in danger, I, you know, I would freak out too. Uh, but, you know, that's the most important thing is, is the safety and security of the kids. And we're seeing now. Where you know kids are being bullied by other kids, right? And they're alleging these threats made against them, and so when that posts out on face Facebook, social media, uh, it just makes it harder for those kids to recover from that. And uh, and it's like I said, if if we can do that investigation, we're not going to let a kid that's made a threat come to the school. We're going to charge them yeah. with a crime if they actually made that threat. Well, and and again, we work with a young man that that's had some trouble and stuff, and I'm just thankful we get to help. But there is help out there for them. Yes, kids. there no is doubt. help. Yes, for people. But if you don't reach out, you know, I think the biggest uh, one of the biggest problem is the world of secrecy. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be what you got to open up to somebody. You go to that school teacher, go to someone, that's right. and say, "Hey, I've I've got this on my mind. I'm thinking about this. I, whatever it may be, us." Let's go find help. Yeah, it's, you know, you, these kids, oh, well, I didn't want to be a title tale. I didn't want to. Yeah. It's about doing the right thing, standing up for what's right, mm-hmm. and, and helping somebody. Because, you know, like I said, we've had some kids make threats. And fortunately, I don't believe their intentions were actually to harm anybody, but they were just kind of reaching out yeah. for that help. And, um, um, you know, we, there's processes out there that we can get them help. 
and so that's yeah. what we want to we want to do. Well, listen, man, again, a lot of things. Uh, shout out to them three uh, officers that's on campus this morning. Uh, there, what's the? They're there. They're there at the schools every day that the kids are there. And at the ball games. They go to all the home ball games. Um, you know, they're, they're involved in those schools. And I'll tell you, it's just been a uh, – it's been one of the best things that, that I, I can imagine. We had a, a young man out at Alcorn Central uh, last year. Uh, he, he reached out to, to Deputy Bullard and asked him to walk on the field, football field with him on senior night to be, you know, to be a parent representative. Oh, man. And I, I tell you what, I get teared up a little bit just thinking about it and uh, – those yeah. guys do an excellent job. They care about those kids, and they care about the schools, and, and it yeah. just amazes me. Yeah. Well, Sheriff, man, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for them three. And, again, just a big shout-out to our leaders, from the sheriff to them three resource officers, Brandon Quinn, yes. and all the school teachers. I mean, they – uh, you know, they're, they're there on that field every day and dealing with kids. Uh, most of the time, seven, eight hours, and as a parent, we get them a few hours. That's right. So, well, listen, we've got the sheriff Ben Caldwell with us. We're going to open up for any kind of questions. We're going to come back. I want to ask him what's the biggest threat in our community as far as uh, what does he have to deal with the most every day in the drug activity and stuff, and how can we help him? We're going to come back with him. This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need need of seasonal apparel and these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone so if you are in need of help please call us or come see us at crosswind on 703 tate street we're here to help bain bowen attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program at bain and bowen they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to our third segment here of our show, Hope. Uh, we've got Sheriff Ben Caldwell with us. Uh, Sheriff is in his second term. Yes, sir. And uh, going on a pose, so he's going to go into your third. Going to my third, yes, sir. Yeah, so that had to be a big relief that you didn't have no opponents going into it. Yeah, it's always good when you don't have an opponent. It's a lot easier yeah. to... To yeah, have an election year with no opponent. Yeah, yeah, and and of course it just takes a lot of uh, stress mm -hmm. off because I mean with your job, 
I mean, um, you're out in the community. Yes. I mean, you're. I see you in restaurants. I see you at ball games. I, I see. So you're a sheriff that's out in the community, and stuff. But yeah, with all that, oh, it'd be hard to kind of just throw a full fledged campaign. Yeah, you know, the the first time I ran, I worked for the state of Mississippi, uh, and I had to take a leave of absence when I ran. So that was my full time job was was yeah. running and campaigning, and so last time, uh, last term. You know, trying to figure out how to be the sheriff and do that yeah. job as well as campaigning uh, it was tough. So it's, you know, fortunate this year. And, I, you know, I want to thank the community for their support for me, uh, not just for me, but for the men and women at the sheriff's office. Yeah. They've uh, We're just blessed to live in a community that, that supports us. And I couldn't imagine being anywhere else and getting the support we have from our community. Uh, uh, it's an unbelievable community, uh, even in uh, support of our ministry and stuff. It's it's just unbelievable. But, Sheriff, all right, you've been a sheriff eight years, fixing to go into your nine yes, year. Uh, what's, what's the biggest issue you deal with in day-to-day as far as, uh, I guess, drug? I mean, almost everybody that's in your jail has got some sort of 90% of them uh background of some kind of drug deal yeah at least you know 90 percent of the crimes that we deal with whether it be burglary uh even murder um assaults it's a lot of that is based on either uh trying to get drugs trying to get the money to buy drugs um being on drugs to commit and when they commit those crimes so it's the the narcotic situation is the the, you know one of the largest things we face you do have a narcotics officer we do have a narcotics officer. Uh, you know, I, I was a former narcotics officer for the state of Mississippi. Uh, my chief investigator was a former uh, MBN agent as well. And I have a, a narcotics officer who is contracted with the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. And we who work, is that? Riley Jeter is a narcotics officer. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've met him. So he, he's your, So his full-time job every day is to investigate the narcotics. That's correct. So if a deputy pulls somebody over with dope in it, they go yep. Contact him, and he's going to be on. That's right, and we work closely with our, uh, you know, the Car Police Department narcotics. We work closely with the state narcotics. Uh, yeah. So, what what's the biggest drug issue in our county today? You know, we're still seeing methamphetamine. Uh, that's um, when I first started. It was cocaine, crack cocaine, yeah. and then you know, kind of transitioned into to pills and and meth. And meth is still, you know, the, the largest narcotic the, we deal with it's the just the biggest issue it's the biggest issue you know we still have the problems with cocaine a little bit here and there i just seen in the day's paper that where the car yep for cocaine you don't you don't see a lot of that anymore no but yeah. every day the newspaper if whether you read it digital like i do or pick it up in a restaurant i mean you know read the copy paper in a restaurant somewhere someone's getting arrested every day because yeah. of some sort of drug possession or something sure. right so uh what about this fentanyl yeah, we just uh, actually my narcotics investigator Riley Jeter just worked a case uh, a couple weeks ago where we actually received a tip th- through Crime Stoppers. Uh, he he started investigating and made a traffic stop with the deputies, and we recovered you know I think thirty approximately thirty pills. Fentanyl. They look like you know they look like prescription pills, but they're home pressed. Uh, yeah, they're 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 not real pills, and they don't know what's in them. No, and so we go back to the search warrant on the residence, recovered you know two hundred. 200 pills there. Wow. And, you know, the and problem. that was a young man. A young man. Uh, we, you know, we have information that, that he was uh, getting that from outside our county and maybe selling it to other people inside the county and around and, you know, possibly dealing with some, some kids in our schools. And so that's oh, yeah. something now we're still. Oh, yeah, now they, they uh, you know, you see these things where they bag these things up to look like uh, out of Ch- Mexico and China to kind of make them look like Skittles or some kind of yep. bag. You know that resembles a candy bag right. in a lot of situations. Well, these, like I said, these were were made. They were they were clandestinely made. They were they made to look like oxycodone pills, and like you could get from a pharmacy. Yeah. And that you know those are dangerous as well if you don't if you don't need right. them uh, if you're not prescribed by your doctor to take those. It's, we have a problem there. But when you get these pills that are homemade to make look like that, and um, you, you just there's no way possible for them to know exactly the chemical makeup of those pills and how much fentanyl is in each pill you may take three of those pills and not have a problem but the fourth one you know can kill you it's well, the biggest death thing for uh, people from 18 to about 45 is overdose that's right and fentanyl is probably the big cause of most of that that's I right mean, i would say it's the leading thing yeah during you know during that investigation of course we take it serious when we did a search warrant on the house we made sure we had our uh, narcan uh, yeah. which is a uh, 
uh, you know, the State Department of Health gives us Narcan to all our deputies in case we come across, uh, you know, make have contact with it uh, because you don't have to take the the pill to get into your system. You you can get on your skin and absorb it and overdose. So we had that, and one of the individuals at the residence said that they had they had Narcan. No telling how many people. I was uh, I was at a local restaurant this morning, and uh, the lady was telling me yesterday afternoon before they closed, some guy come in all messed up. Just wide open, trying to sell fentanyl. Yeah, and uh, you know you're so messed up, you left your shoes at outside, and all, I mean just all kind of stuff. And Wesley, we deal with it every day too. I mean no. the sheriff and them deals with it on a different situation. Uh, you know, sheriff, uh, our, our friend Randy Toler told us, and and I've probably told you this before, that he, you know, he's been in law enforcement forty something years. Right. And he said he's arresting some of the same people today as he did forty some oh, yeah. years ago, yeah. and and it's you know it's a cycle. You know, it's just, they uh, they get arrested, you know, they get on probation or they go to prison, they get back out and they go hanging out with those same people they were with before, and they start that that process over. You know, we're arresting the same people, we're arresting those people's kids. Yeah. And uh, I've been in law enforcement here. You know, I got out of the Marine Corps in two thousand four and started at the Carmel Police Department. So uh, you know. Um, well, I've been here for a long time and doing it, and we're starting to see those kids and grandkids that we're that we're dealing with. Well, I mean, and we we sit down with people that uh, you know, and and I'll give you this example. Me and Wesley had a young uh, man with us Monday, never been in trouble, uh, never been in jail, yeah. and his problem he was fentanyl. As a yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. we would try to get him to. We met with him Friday and said, if you'll stay clean over the weekend. We'll take you in Monday. Well, he made it to Sunday, and he said his body hurts so bad. Yeah. He had to take a half a tablet or whatever. Well, that's the problem with those opioids is that yeah. your body gets it's a it's a physical addiction. It's not just a mental thing. It's if they don't have it, they go through withdrawals and they can die. Well, that's that's one of the things we're seeing. The physical dependency of yeah. it is just almost identical to the opioid withdrawal. And uh, one thing that is different in it though is if you're drug testing for it, and it's not the same test. Oh, that's right. You got a, it's, it's, it's a different, a it's a synthetic test. opioid as well. Yeah. So the, so parents at home, you know, if you're suspecting your kid been involved with something like that, just know this, it is a specialized test that you have to have outside of just your regular 12 or 14 panel test. So that's, that's one of the things that we picked up on their specialized tests to uh, really hone in on what your kids are doing if you're suspecting something. Right. So, and, you know, knowledge is, is, is everything and awareness. And to me, like, Sheriff, they, they don't know what they're putting in these pills. No, they I mean, you go out here and buy these pills on the street, and I don't know what fentanyl pills sell for nowadays, but if a guy goes out here, this guy that y'all caught with 30, uh, and he's out here peddling them, and somebody's buying them, wait, they don't know what's in it. They have no idea. You know, it started out with these people that would get prescription for opioids, and they would sell them on the street. And so you know what's in those pills. They're yeah. manufactured by a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. There's a regulation, the... A food and Drug Administration regulates what's in those pills, whereas the fentanyl pills, they're they're not. They're they're buying binder powder. They're buying you know coloring to make it the same color as those prescription pills, and they're taking fentanyl and they're just mixing it in there by hand. They're they're stirring the fentanyl in, and so yeah. there's no when you buy uh, if, if you get a prescription for um, if you have if you had surgery and you got a prescription for hydrocodone yeah. for pain, there's a chemical process they use to make those pills and so it, it's every pill is the exact same whereas fentanyl pill I, I i'd say pour some salt in your hand yeah and take your pepper shaker and shake it in there and you're going to see little black specks of pepper stir that up and then think about get a, a a pinch of that and set it on the table and you may have in one of that pinch you may have two grains of pepper and the other one you may have 10 grains of pepper and that's what we're seeing with these fentanyl pills. Is, and is those, some guy in the back room of a house of that's where everybody's yeah. messed up is putting it together. That's we could all three have smart, one. Yeah, <laughs> that, obviously that's not, not the smartest yeah, guy. No, that, that's not the pharmaceutical that's right. guy. And so, you know, we could all three buy one of those pills and you get two grains in yours. Yeah. And you get two grains in yours and I have 10 and I die for a moment. Well, it goes those. back to that guy carrying him to Home of Grace that day. He said, man, I can go buy $10 worth of fentanyl there and, and it'd kill all three of us. Yeah. Well, that's so. it. the pharmaceuticals deal in milligramage, but, you know, the oh. pills weigh grammage. So, yeah. yeah you know, that could be the discrepancy. You could have a gram worth of fentanyl versus having the Yeah, you just never, there's no, no. there's no 
can't know the difference. With Restricted sheriff, way to, to process that. As citizens and people that wants to improve our community, what what's something as our community we can do to help you in them situations? I, I think you got to get involved. I, I, you know, yeah. I see people all the time that call and say, "Hey, I don't want to be involved in this, but I, this is going on." We as a as a not just in this community, but we as a as a nation mm. have to stand up, Amen. and we we can't rely on other people to do it. You know, and I. It's our job is to go out here and prosecute, and or not prosecute, but to investigate crimes, yeah. take that to our prosecutors. And there's a, there's a system that, but we as a as a people have to stand up and say we're not going to put up with this anymore. Yeah. We're going to stand up. And we're going to you know come together. There's a lot more good people in this community than there are the bad ones. And so oh yeah yeah, well and we want to help you, Sheriff. Uh, you've always uh, we've had a great relationship in working with people, and you know from our Christmas dinner. My wife's ideal, and I mean, she's on a girl's trip right now, so she's living life pretty oh, yeah. hard day. But, you know, uh, from her Christmas Day dinner to uh, guys in jail, you've always uh, been willing to listen uh, and stuff. So I'm always thankful for you. And if we can help, whether it's Living Free or the Freedom Center, you know, we want to help you. And uh, we we just want to see people change. because. At the end of the day, you don't want to arrest them over and over. No, you know, and I said it from day one is is we're not out there to try to bust these people that are addicted to drugs. Now, part of the process to get to where we need to go is to, is to arrest those people. But we want to catch the people that are bringing it in our community, that are selling it. Uh, and we want to, you know, part of that process is arresting people that are addicted to drugs. But we want to get with, with yeah. Freedom Center, you know, Living Free and these other organizations yeah. and try to try to get them help because if we can – if we can stop that, that's just a lot less work for oh, us. Oh, yeah. It makes your job easier. And maybe, uh, I, again, he said a big word, get involved, whether that's at your school, in your neighborhood, your community. We need your involvement. Listen, we're going to take our last break. We're going to come back and talk to him about uh, maybe career in law enforcement, how people could get started. What's that look? What, what does that look like? We'll be right back. Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain & Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet right here in Corrin, Mississippi. Tax season's come and gone. Whether you paid in or cashed out, I'm the man that can save you money on a mattress. $99 Twins, $129 Fools, $149 Queens. We also have party jumpers and water slides for the summer, ready for your parties. Remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread. 
meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway. Eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back. Uh, we welcome you back to our last segment. Been an interesting show. Thank you for the guys that's been texting. I appreciate the information. And one guy, just an old high school tech, uh, classmate, just texted me. Sheriff said he was listening. He said, interesting show, but I'm addicted to my cell phone and caffeine. <laughs> hey, me too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. well, uh, Sheriff, again, we thank you. You've been in law enforcement, you said, since 2004. Yep, so 19 I years. Know, I didn't know you got you started at the city of Corinth. That's right. And uh, who was the chief then? Was uh, Nick or Gene was the chief, and then David Lancaster came in right after that. Okay. And so you've been in law enforcement a long time, which your dad had been a circuit clerk here yes, for a long time. Your your granddaddy was in the school board. He was board. on school board for 36 yeah. years. So and and stuff. So you uh you've been around politics and stuff. But man, what what got you, what got you wanted to go into law enforcement? I tell you, my uh my uncle Lane Caldwell, he was uh he was a, na- a narcotics agent for the state of Mississippi. Back in uh, 1978, 79, he was uh, killed in line of duty here in Alcorn County. And uh, he was just always my hero growing up. Um, and so, you know, my dad worked for the State Tax Commission in law enforcement and just kind of always something I was interested in. Uh, you know, kind of thought I might want to be a game warden. Then I figured out, yeah. hey, you got to work during hunting season. Yeah. So I like to, I like to hunt too much for that. Uh, Served in the Marine Corps for five years, and when I came back, I just I wanted to continue to serve my community, and, and like I said, uh, I started here at the Corinth Police Department, did that for four years, worked narcotics for them, and then uh, transitioned over into the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics, and I uh, did that for you know just a little over seven years until uh, I got elected. Okay, well, if I mean if there's uh, some young guy, you know, maybe coming out of college or maybe coming out of high school. What what does that look like today? What would they need to do to start a career in law enforcement? Yeah, if it's something you're interested in, you know, to go to the police academy to be a certified law enforcement officer, you have to be 21 years of age, have a high school diploma or a GED, um, and then you have to, you know, be hired by an agency and sent to the academy. So, you know, what I recommend is, you know, fortunately for me, I don't have a lot of turnover. We're a small department. I've got uh, 12 deputies that patrol uh, you know, 24-7. I've got five investigators, my chief deputy. Uh, that's far as on patrol. And um, then I have our three school resource officers. Uh, we, you know, we have uh, staff that, that work the courts. We have bailiffs. But uh, I don't have a lot of turnover, fortunately. Uh, uh, we've, we've got a great department, a great community, like I said. And uh, most of our guys are, are, you know, they've been in law enforcement for a little while. I think since I've been sheriff, I've sent two people to the to the academy uh for as, as a deputy and so we were the supervisors gave us uh opportunity to hire two new officers uh, to add to our department and so we we did that but um you know the the, the board of supervisors work with us they we've got the pay up that my guys uh, yeah. are not what they need to be making but they've got it up a lot from where they were and so don't have a lot of turnover but if it's something that somebody's interested in you know i the first thing i'm going to do if i hire another officer i, I look in the jail i, I I have 45 employees in our jail, and a lot of those guys that, that start in the jail eventually want to be law enforcement. So I, I start there first. And if, you know, like a jailer. Yeah, I look yeah. at my jailers. Yeah, not the yeah. inmates. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm them, just you know, saying, say that, man, the jailer, that's a, that's a tough job. It is a tough job so because you're doing, willing to stay there you're doing as much, if not more, than a law enforcement officer yeah. is without well, a gun. Yeah, without, and you're you know, dealing with all of them. All of them. Yeah, every, you've every, got all of them. I right. mean, back in the back there, you know, you may have two or three officers at the most, and you've got 100 inmates. I, yeah, and 50 in one cell. You know, we have yeah. uh, uh, housing units and there. And you're, you're just dealing with cons of cons. So, that, so know, those staging, guys. Staging accidents or whatever in there. Yeah. So so yeah. I, I looked there first. If if not, you know, the, I know the car police department, um, like I say, that's where I got my start. There's, they have a lot more officers than we do. They have a, a little bit of turnover there. So, um, you know, go see the chief of police, Landon Tucker, talk to him. But, uh, you know, definitely just put in. Um, keep you keep your name clean. And, yeah. Uh, um, you know, if, if just come see us, put an application in. Yeah. So that that's uh. So you don't have to have a four year degree or nothing. You, you do need not. to be twenty one years old. That's right. Uh, get your high school diploma or GED, and be willing to work. 
be willing to work. And, and you get state retirement, state health yep. insurance, and all that yeah. through the job. So yeah, you don't get you don't make a lot of money on the front end, but yeah. uh, it, it is a rewarding career. It's uh, when you, like I said, especially in this community. Uh, the support we get, it's just a, it's a great job to have and to work yeah. for the people of Oklahoma. Well, as, as the head head man, sheriff, you're you're over. I mean, the hiring and everything there, but also within the county, if there's a storm coming, you you're the guy that's opening up the courthouse for the yep. basement. There's a lot of times I run up here in the middle of the night and unlock the <laughs> unlock the courthouse. So I mean, your responsibility is a whole lot more than what it used to be. When I was growing up, you'd see the sheriff, and if they was doing a raid, you know, uh, uh, the sheriff in Lee County at that time, Harold Ray, lost yeah. his job, yeah. lost his life because he he was the one that was uh, kicking the door in, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, uh, now, I, and I still try to get out there with the guys and and help them, but uh, like I said, it's, it's just, a different game. It's a different you, game. In my day, the sheriff had three deputies, and a lot of them lived at the jail. Yep. A lot of them had living quarters at the jail. It's still in state law that I can actually have a room inside the jail to live in. Well, so. your wife may want you to have she, a room she, up She there. might. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sheriff, man, we're supporters of you. If we can help you in any way, we want to help you. Uh, again, thank you for always coming to the show. We we want to get you at uh, our school thing maybe yep. next week or something. We ain't got about a couple weeks left to go. He's always willing to come to our school event we do. Uh, come to the radio if it, if that door is open. So, Sheriff, I want to say thank you. Uh, Wesley, interesting show, but we got a lot of things going on uh, yeah. tonight at Living Free Ministries. Uh, we'll kick off a meeting at 6 o'clock, and Rocky will have a few songs. We're going to talk about family tonight and what, what that looks like and what you want your family to look like. And so we'll have a meal afterwards uh, from the dinner bell, so we'd invite you to come to that. But right quick, Wesley, we got beds opening at the yeah. Freedom Center. Uh, we, we'd like to take, if you're struggling, uh, if you're always looking for the sheriff to pull you over or arrest you, you don't have to live that way. We can help you. We want to help you. Come to us first. Everybody wants help after they get arrested, Sheriff. Everybody wants, well, I want rehab. It's a lot easier to get rehab before you get arrested than after you get arrested. Why don't you come see us before? Well, that's it, Tommy. We're, when we're in the jails, every time we interview somebody in the jails, you know, of course, everybody back there wants out of jail. So, uh, you know, a good show of faith is trying to come and see us and get help before you get into jail. Because here's the reality. If you keep playing that game, you're going to wind up in jail. Yeah. It's not if, it's when. And that's just how that ball rolls. And uh, so we're looking to help folks. CorinthFreedomCenter.com. We have beds, five beds we could take in as soon as Monday. Listen, if you've missed part of this show and want to go back and listen to it, go to LivingFreeCorinth.com. Click on the listen page. Uh, Sheriff Ben Caldwell's name will be across the headline of today's thing, so it'll be an opportunity you can go back and listen to it. Dr. Phil tells us we got about a minute left to go. And that means we got to pray. Why don't you pray for our sheriff and his officers in our community today, Wesley? I'll do it. You know, the sheriff said something huge. He said that we got to get involved. And I've heard it said before that all it takes for, for evil to prosper is for good men to do nothing. So there's your challenge today, guys. Get involved. Do the right thing. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day, uh, the opportunity just to do the things you lay before us each day. Lord, I pray that we... Uh, do them with honor and do them the right way that you call us to do. I pray for our law enforcement officers, those within the school system and, and outside. I pray for the kids of the school system, the parents, just the whole community, Lord. I'm thankful to be part of it. ask that you just uh, be with us as we go forth from here, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.